Hi, this is Shubhang from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of October. A week after Delhi Police's special cell arrested NewsClick founder editor Prabir Purkayasta and HR head Amit Chakravarti under the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act, the CBI has registered a new FIR against the news website. The allegations pertain to violations of the Foreign Contribution Regulation Act. CBI officials searched Purkayasta's office and house in Delhi. A CBI statement said that it was alleged that the private company had received unexplained export remittance of 28.46 crore through four foreign entities in violation of FCRA provisions. It went on to say the FCRA provisions, quote, prohibiting acceptance of foreign contribution by a company engaged in production and broadcast of audiovisual news or current affairs programs through any electronic modes and by any correspondent or columnist or writer or owner of such company, unquote, were also violated. Yesterday, a Delhi court had sent Purkayasta and NewsClick's HR head Amit Chakravarti to 10 days of judicial custody. NewsClick has repeatedly denied all the allegations against it. Listeners, as you know, last week over 40 journalists linked to NewsClick were questioned by the police over claims of Chinese propaganda and funding. While its office has been unsealed, the staff are working from home amid a perceived threat of further action. Read my colleague Pratyush Deep's piece titled Skeletal Strength Show Hit NewsClick Struggles to Publish with Borrowed Devices. We are able to bring you reports like this only because we are an independent news organization. We don't rely on ads, just you, our subscribers. And if you aren't one already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscribe and choose a subscription plan of your choice. According to a Reuters report citing sources, SEBI is investigating the financial relationship between the Adani Group and a fund incorporated in the British Virgin Islands for violation of shareholding regulations. The fund is called Gulf Asia Trade and Investment. It is owned by the Dubai-based businessman Nasir Ali Shaban Ali. A key question in SEBI's investigation is about this overseas fund acting in concert with Adani Group's shareholders. SEBI's investigation into Gulf Asia is part of its ongoing probe into Adani's conglomerate after the Hindenburg report in January this year. Reuters did not get replies from any of the parties about Gulf Asia's alleged ties to Adani companies. However, the Adani group had earlier denied the OCCRP report's allegations. Back in August, the Organized Crime and Corruption Reporting Project, or OCCRP, had named Ali as one of the two individual investors with long-time business ties with Gautam Adani. The OCCRP report also alleged that Gulf Asia used offshore financial structures to trade in Adani shares between 2013 and 2018. A filing from the British Virgin Islands shows that in 2011, Gulf Asia merged with EZY Global Private Limited, another British Virgin Islands company, which is a related entity of Adani Enterprises. Gulf Asia started trading in Adani shares after SEBI asked all private companies to increase their public shareholding to at least 25%. By 2017, the fund held 202 million US dollars worth of shares in four Adani companies, Adani Power, Adani Ports, Adani Enterprises and Adani Transmission. Shahid Latif, a Jaish-e-Mohammed commander and key handler in the 2016 Pathan Court attack, has been shot dead by unidentified assailants in Pakistan's Sialkot, 
according to the Indian intelligence officials, the Hindustan Times reported. He was the Jaish commander for a long time and was involved in planning and coordination of several terror activities in India. An Interpol red notice was pending against Latif, but like several other terror outfit leaders, he roamed freely in Pakistan and was involved in planning and execution of attacks in India. Latif, who was 41 years old, was designated as an individual terrorist under Unlawful Activities Prevention Act. He was killed inside a mosque as per Indian intelligence sources. The Comptroller and Auditor General has transferred several officers, including two who were in charge of audit reports that exposed corruption in the Dwarka Expressway project and Ayushman Bharat, The Wire reported. The audit reports were tabled in Parliament in August. The transfer orders were issued on the 12th of September. Two of the transferred Indian Audit and Account Service Officers, Aturva Sinha and Datta Prasad Suryakan Sirsa, were in charge of the audit reports that flagged the alleged irregularities in the Dwarka Expressway project and the Ayushman Bharat scheme. A third officer, who had initiated the audit of the Ayushman Bharat report, was also transferred. It's not clear yet if the transfers were routine. The wire has reached out to the CAG for comment, but a response has not been received at the time of recording. However, the Congress demanded that the transfer orders of these three officers be cancelled immediately. In a social media post, Congress MP Jairam Ramesh said, and I quote, The Modi government operates mafia-style under a cloak of silence and intimidation, unquote. He added, quote, If anyone exposes its modus operandi of corruption, they are threatened or removed. The latest victims are three officers of the Comptroller and Auditor General who exposed massive scams in government schemes in a report tabled during the monsoon session of Parliament. Unquote. Days after the attack by Hamas, the Israeli military said it is carrying out strikes in Lebanon. This came in retaliation to an anti-tank guided missile fired from Gaza at one of its posts near the Blue Line. As reported by the Indian Express, there was a massive build-up of troops along the Israel-Gaza border as Israel prepares for a ground invasion in the coming days. The death toll from the attacks has reached around 2,200, with over 1,200 Israelis and 1,055 Palestinians dead so far. In Gaza, a humanitarian catastrophe is barely hours away as the entire enclave is running out of fuel for electricity to power hospitals. Gaza's sole power plant is now out of service due to lack of fuel. According to the Palestinian Red Crescent, three medics have died in the latest attack by Israel. In addition, the UNRWA, the United Nations Agency for Palestinian Refugees, has said that nine UN staff have died in the bombings over the Gaza Strip since Saturday. Meanwhile in Israel, there was another attack by a rocket in Ashkelon. The Al-Qassam Brigades, the armed wing of the Hamas, claimed the attack in which two people were wounded. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.